brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. It's sippin' time. Hello and welcome to this Sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on at 2 a.m. This is a one-hour show that's reasonably entertaining for how long? You say 22 minutes every now and then. but We're shooting for 25. Uh, we are currently banned in three countries, the state of Alabama. Roll Tide. And we've been asked not to return to Vatican City due to a very unfortunate incident. Well, it's genuflect, not genital check. I'm, say that for all you. I'm sorry, Monsignor. Um, this is Made Man Bob. Joining me today are Made Man Maury. Good morning, Bob. And good old boy, Harmeet. It's too early in the morning for me. I need to sleep. Oh, good Lord. Let's have another cocktail. It'll be fine. Come on. Welcome to the basement. Come Cocktails on, make everything better, even the basement. <laughs> Maury and myself are with the Bourbon Mafia. The Bourbon Mafia is a nonprofit organization composed of bourbon enthusiasts and industry professionals. With representation in eight states, our members combine a love of bourbon with a passion for charitable work. And drinking. Lots and lots of drinking. Well, that's every single day of my life. So um, the group uses their love of our native spirit to raise money for local and national charities through rare bottle auctions and other themed events. Check us out on Facebook at The Bourbon Mafia. Our show is also sponsored in part by Fine Spirits in Cooper City, Florida, home of the Enomatic Machines, serving great wines, whiskeys, and other spirits by the glass. You can find them at www.finespirits.net. Or at facebook.com slash backwards find spirits something. Just what's with the backward slash, dude? Just it's just slash find spirits. LNOP Interesting. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Our sip segments are I'm surprised oh. you didn't say www.facebook. God, you are go. such a Luddite. Yeah, well, what do you want from me? Uh, our sip segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, coffee, and today's show is a distiller's takeover show featuring products from the Glenfiddich Discovery. We will cover some background on the distillery as well as on the individual products we will be tasting. Our samples today were graciously provided to us by the Glenfiddich uh, Ambassador Alan Roth. In case you can't tell, our hick host here has been drinking. Really? You think? Redneck. <laughs> Lightweight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we've already done at least the, one show the today. The problem is he's got his own backyard still. Don't tell the revenuers. Revenuers? Not not in my damn house. I don't think so, sir. All right. And I'm going to ask Maury to give us a little background on the Glenfiddich Distillery. Okay. Thank you, Bob. Let me just first uh, tell you what we're going to be discussing today. Uh, we'll be discussing the Glenfiddich 12-year-old the Glenfiddich 14-year-old Bourbon Barrel Reserve, the Glenfiddich 15-year-old, the Glenfiddich 18-year-old, the Glenfiddich 21-year-old, and the Glenfiddich IPA cask finish. Well, thank you very much. You're nice welcome. Stuff. William Grant was born December 19, 1839 in Dufftown. At the early age of seven, he began to work at a castle farm on the River Deveron. He worked in a variety of other jobs, including being apprenticed to a shoemaker before he started learning the business of distilling when he came back to work at Mortlock Distillery in 1866. He started first as a clerk, but eventually worked his way up to distillery manager. After 20 years at Mortlock, learning his trade, William Grant bought some land in Dufftown in the Glen of the River Fittick, where, with the help of his family, he built the Glen Fittick Distillery. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. The na- I love it. The name Glenfiddich is Gaelic for the Valley of the Deer. What? Deer? Deer. No, no, the first part. Gaelic? Uh, okay, yeah. The Valley of the Deer. 
There's a deer on the ball. Um, I don't. I, I'm not going back there with the game. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just saying. The first run spirits came from their spills on Christmas Day, 1887, and within 25 years, the family blend Grant Steadfast had become a very successful blended whiskey. In the 20s. William William's grandson, Grant Gordon, joined the family firm. With prohibition raging in the U.S., most distilleries in Scotland reduced production. However, Grant Gordon chose instead to gamble and increase production. The gamble paid off and left them with a large supply ready and waiting for the reopening of the U.S. market. Yes. Yay. Foresight. In the 1950s, the Grant family embarked on a program of improvements at the distillery, bringing Coopersmiths on site and establishing a dedicated cooperage to build, tend, and repair their casks. Today, they remain one of the few distilleries to maintain their own cooperage. In 1956, in an effort to further distinguish themselves, they began bottling. Themselves? Really? Who wrote this? Redneck. Redneck. Themselves? <laughs> Uh, they began bottling their bo- product in the now famous triangular bottle, which was created by noted graphic designer Hans Schlager. In 1963, after having Is issues with Hans the green, Gruber from from Die Hard, I'm just wondering. You know, long guy. lost brother. Yeah. You have some music for Hans Zimmer? No, I have music for Hans Gruber, but yeah. You know. In 1963, after having issues with the grain whiskey supplier, the company began to bottle and sell Glenfiddich as a single malt whiskey and became the first globally marketed single malt whiskey. In the late 1960s, the Glenfiddich was one of the first single malts to be available in duty-free stores, and in 1969, when many distilleries were going out of business, W. Grant & Sons took the bold step to become the first distillery to be open to the public. Today, Glenfiddich is the world's best-selling single malt and is sold in 180 countries. The Glenfiddich remains family-owned company to this day. Its founder, William Grant, remained active in the company until his death in 1923 at the age of 83. The Glenfiddich is currently managed by the fifth generation of his descendants. I love scotch. Scotch has got scotch. Yes. Long history of good scotchiness there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and they'll tell you that because they're family owned and they don't report to uh, stockholders and shareholders, they can do some things that uh, other people can't, including just a super, super attention to detail and quality uh, rather than uh, worrying so much about the bottom line. Uh, well, they just, also bought Balvini or Balvini. Yeah. Well, they created they bottom. They, they, they started made, them. Yeah, they started them. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, that's, that's um, so just a couple small facts. Uh, their fermentation time is 60 hours. Heat sources, direct steam, and a little bit of direct fire. Um, new make strength is 70.5%. They've got 32 stills. The warehouses are mainly dunnage, although there are some that are racked and palletized. And the water source is the Robbie Dew Spring. Oh, righty then. You you forgot to mention, for people who are afraid of scotch, Glenfiddich is one of those that you can approach. If you're you're one of those people, oh, I don't like that peat and all those those chemically medicine-y tastes, this is one of the least uh, peated whiskeys. This is, there's five parts per million, less than five parts per million of phenol levels in here. No, this is really a peat here. This is a scotch for bourbon lovers. This is a scotch for any whiskey lover. Uh, It's really an entry-level scotch. Um, and it appeals to a broad range of palate. I would agree with you there. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be tasting, discussing these whiskeys and rating them with the sips ratings, plus our signature sounds. Why don't we have Harmeet introduce our signature sounds? Okay. We have sips ratings. Can you say it in Gaelic? I don't know any Gaelic. And, and worse than that, uh, who speaks, um, what's that? Is it Welsh with all the... All the vowel, all, all the consonants and no vowels. That could Don't be know. anywhere. Uh, yeah. yeah, it could be. It could be uh, Hebrew. Anyway, <laughs> fine. Uh, sips ratings from one to five. So, uh, one sip. Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. Two sips. Nice. But what else do you have? Well, isn't that nice? Three sips. Hmm. Interesting. What was that again? Interesting. Four sips. 
Let's keep this one a secret to ourselves. Pour me another. That's classified. And five sips. Oh my. I was unaware anything could taste this good. Oh my goodness! Yes! 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 I, you know, we make that stupid joke about never hearing that sound. I, I, uh, I've heard it before. That's because you watch a lot of those videos on the internet. So that really doesn't count. Because you're high speed internet, my friend. High speed. Because you're not, because you're not <laughs> there, but <laughs> fine. All right. Our first product we're going to review. I'll have what she's having. That's what she said. Yeah. All right. Our first product we're going to be brewing is the Glenfiddich 12-year-old, and we'll have Harmeet introduce that one for us. All righty. The 12-year-old is disappointingly bottled at 40% ABV. That's a, that's a problem with a lot of these, uh, these mass-market scotches, apparently. But it's a 12-year-old scotch aged in American oak and sherry casks for a minimum of 12 years. So when they say 12 years on the bottle, that means it's... The least that's the, the youngest whiskey in that bottle. There could be some older whiskeys for these bigger producers. Pretty much it's 12 years, 12 and a half years max, some 13 that may get back blended in. But um, this is their, their, uh, their mainstay. This is the one that made them famous. It's the one that keeps the lights on. Yeah, the one that keeps lying. After the after the break, I think we're coming up on a hard break here. After the break, I'll, I'll give my review of the whiskey, but. Uh, this is the one you're probably most most familiar with. Any bar in the world pretty much is going to have this Glenfiddich 12 year old. Well, and honestly, yeah. it's a great uh, it's a great uh, example and expression of single malt Scotch and where the where they came from. Now there's a lot of uh, fancy finishes, but this is a great whiskey. Oh yeah, yeah, it's pretty much a standard. Clouds and crashing surf, iridescent dunes reflecting by the light of a rising, glowing moon. Seashore mesmerizing, night breeze hypnotizing. We've come across these back roads none too soon. Look to the left, to the right Keep your eyes on the road, my darling Wondering if we're only passing through Open roads and open windows My hand is yours forever, sweet love And we're back. We were reviewing whiskeys from the Glenfiddich. Harmeet was telling us about the Glenfiddich 12-year-old. All right, let's jump right in here. So this is the mainstay of the distillery. And this gives you an idea of what their uh, new make spirit turns into after only 12 years. Young for scotch, really, but no, not really young. It's, this, is, this, is, this is the standard. It's, it's a beautiful... It's fully mature. It's fully mature. It's, this, is, this I got a very... What hit me first was malt. Just really big, malty full body nose and then uh, pears pears and a little bit of floral notes and just a very hint of citrus but not much uh maybe with air that citrus comes out more but for me it was the pears and the malt the palate was uh again more pears a little bit of sherry not too much some light oak again quite floral and i got a little bit of a slight soapiness to it the lavender I don't know if it was my glass. I went and, went and risked my glass again. I still got it, though. Um, and the finish was good. Sweet. The touch of oak, pears. Again, it's just, this is a great single malt to, uh, it's, a, it's a great single malt to, uh, to, to start with. If you're not a single malt person, you've never had a single malt, this is one of the, 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 the standards. And again, it's probably the first, this was the first mass market single malt. Good stuff. And I gave it, you know, a solid three sips. Interesting. Yeah, right. that bottle over here one more time, please. You got it. Where's that 12-year-old? There it is. Nice. 
All right. Well, um, I are you you're drinking before you again just to make sure you got the the notes fresh in your mind? No, I'm drinking again because I can't believe you only gave it three sips. Really? I think this is a very high quality whiskey. I think it's very well made. I think it's the it's the one that actually got me started drinking uh, single malt. You know what got whiskey. me? Their single malt got me drinking single malt, but it wasn't this one. It was Belvini 12, Doublewood. Really? That's the one that brought me back into single malts. You know, because in, in India, everybody drinks Johnny Walker Black. Yeah. And I, mean, I, I grew Miami. up here. I grew Bro. up here pretty much. But That's Johnny Walker with two Ks. Yes. Yeah. Let me tell you something. In India, we drink more Johnny Walker every year than they make every year. Mm-hmm. It's about 50% fake. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I, I grew up here, but my father drank Johnny Walker Black. My, my uncles drank Johnny Walker Black. So I drank Johnny Walker Black. Yeah. One of the very first bottles ever given to me was a bottle of Glenfiddich 12. Yeah. And uh, again, I think it's a quintessential scotch. I think it appeals to all palates. I think it's balanced. It's well made. Yes, it's mass produced. Yes, it's widely available. But, but it's 40% alcohol. That's my, only, that's my only problem. But listen, the average bourbon is 80 proof, as is the average entry-level scotch. You're, we're, we're comparing to things that are esoteric that we're used to drinking. The the stags of the world, the barrel proofs uh, that are becoming hunters. I know, right? So I, I think if I don't think you can hold that against them. It's really been the standard for forty or fifty years, and uh, it's, honestly, it's, a, it's, it's a tax thing. Actually, forty three percent was the standard about till about yeah. I guess you said forty years, right? 40, yeah. yeah. So it's a tax thing. There's less tax. There's less duties to pay on forty percent alcohol versus forty three. I think the value. It's hard to beat the value. Uh, the entry level price of these is really fantastic, and you're getting a high quality, well made whiskey. I think everybody who's got brown spirits in their collection needs a bottle of Glenfiddich Twelve on their shelf. Um, so with that, I give it a solid four sips. That's classified. All right, Bobby, Bobby Joe. Yeah, I, I mean, I gotta, I gotta agree with Maury. It, it is, it is the standard. It is really the first, and it is the one that others are measured by, and 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 it's a good quality spirit. And you you know, again, we we tend to taste some unicorns here on the show, so you've got to try and always and in put, real life because yeah. we're lucky. And you always got to put your head back in and try to you know rate each whiskey on its merits. Um, you know, it's a it's a good solid whiskey. There's there's not a there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, it's it's. It, I'm I'm happy to have it on my shelf. I always have a bottle of it on my shelf. Um, I pick up the grain. I pick up the pear, the maltiness, and a little bit of citrus on the nose, on the palate. Uh, I when you say grain, what grain? This is a single malt. There's no yeah. There's no corn. There's no wheat. Yeah. Is- no. I mean, it's that that grainy cereal note. Um, yeah, definitely I'm picking up pears. Malted uh, barley. I definitely pick that up. You pick up the malt. Uh, you pick up a little bit of the honey on the back end and a very light oak. Um, you know, a, a good, solid, quality malt. Um, give it a three. Interesting. I thought you were going to rebuke me with the with that. I thought you were going to go with Maury and give it a four or five. You know, I'm I'm stingy when it comes to ratings on most. Of my <laughs> right after all that that soliloquy yeah. about we need to rate them as the merits. Of, yeah. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, All right, yeah. well, next up, we've got the Glenfiddich 14-year, and the Glenfiddich 14-year-old is uh, the Bourbon Barrel Reserve. It's a 43- Glenfiddich, yeah. you are losing your enunciation. Drink more. Drink more. Go ahead. Go oh, ahead. good Lord. Are you getting English lessons from an Indian? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let me tell you something about this stuff I am drinking. It is, it is about elocution. Yes. <laughs> elocution. Okay, homeowner, nobody eats the hot dogs except you here. <laughs> it is at 43% uh, ABV. It is aged for 14 years in ex-bourbon American oak casts. Then it is finished in heavily charred new American oak barrels slide, uh, supplied by Kelvin Cooperage in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, Maury and I were just up in Louisville. We, had, we actually had the good fortune of having dinner with the owners of Kelvin Cooperage. Very nice people. Um, it's a U.S. exclusive expression. Uh, we only have it here. They don't have it overseas, which is kind of nice. Once in a while, we, we get a little bit lucky. Um, on the nose, I'm definitely picking up the uh, the toffee Hold and the burnt sugar. Did, did you find out from them how long it's finished in those uh, it's top virgin secret. barrels? That's classified. Yeah, I did, but I'm not telling you. Yeah. It's because I mean, it's about virgins, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I don't deserve it. You get nothing! Yes. So be quiet. Fine. Um, definitely picking up the vanilla, a little bit of the burnt sugar on, on the nose, on the palate, um, the vanilla, the toffee. You can definitely taste the bourbon influence on this. 
a little bit of baking spice on the end. Um, the finish, nice medium finish. Uh, again, you can absolutely pick up bourbon influences on this. This is a great crossover whiskey if you're a bourbon drinker and, and looking to get into single malt. This is absolutely a, a good bridge for you to get in. Uh, I give it a solid three. Interesting. Only a three? Yeah. All right, well, let me jump in here. Go right ahead. As, as good old boy Harmeet says, Bob is wrong and a redneck. No. Should I make that like my catchphrase for the show? Like a tagline? Bob is wrong and a redneck? No. Okay. I you really obviously appreciate- have a wonderful economy with words. Mm-hmm. I look forward to your next syllable with great eagerness. All right. I'll shorten it. Thanks. I got the picture. So anyway, I like this whiskey quite a bit. Uh, I'm really impressed that they're doing the virgin oak thing here. I wish I knew exactly how long it was. Um, but you get... That that uh, these barrels really impart a lot of that vanilla and toffee to this whiskey. The nose is is rich uh, and sweet. This is the crossover whiskey, as Bob said. I hate to agree with Bob because he is always wrong. Um, the palate just I had uh, cooked apple, baking spices, more like a an allspice, a little dryness, but the. That came at the end, right? Up front, though, was toffee and vanilla. It's it's a great whiskey. And the lo- finish was really long. It just sailed on. Um, I gave it a four. That's classified. All right, Maury, what did you think? Uh, you know, I, I like your comments, Bob. I like the fact that it, it is a bit of a bridge whiskey. I'm not so sure if you'd call it bourbon. Remember, these are first fill American white oak casks um, as opposed to X bourbon casks no they're both they're, no, they're there's ex-bourbon there's ex-bourbon yeah. and then they do I the thought then they, do they the were new casts no no they they do it in ex-bourbon for 14 years yeah. which is what everything is yeah and then they take but it the out and they put it in and they put it in version oak toasted oak yeah right so you're getting more of that american oak finish um and you're getting new barrel finish so again you're going to get that spice that vanilla that tannin uh from the wood um, and I think it's a nice expression. I think it uh, it takes the uh, the twelve to another level. It's a couple of years more maturity. Um, I agree with you on the, the burnt sugar, the toffee, a um, little bit of baking spice and stewed fruit on the palate. Feels nice on the palate. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a well crafted whiskey, and uh, it's it's not necessarily that it's better than the twelve. But it's different than the twelve. Yeah, it's definitely different, and uh, it, it, it definitely distinguishes itself. It's definitely better than the twelve. You guys are wrong. Okay, just saying. I give it a this solid. Is... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. This Make is, another snide it, remark. This is all subjective. I understand Boy, that. Yeah. That escalated quickly. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I think that they're they're both well made. Um, it. it you know, I think they're comparable, and whether you give them both threes or both fours, I gave the twelve a, a four, so I'm I feel confident in giving this one a four as well. That's classified. No, I half agree with you. That's good. <laughs> Bob, are you gonna do the fifteen, or you want me to do the fifteen? Uh, Maury's doing the fifteen. All right. Oh, just oh, just just bust my chops, and I was wrong both ways. Yeah. Okay. Why not? Exactly. <laughs> you go both ways. I've heard that. Oh Lord. Nothing. Oh, righty then. So we're not judging. The, There's nothing wrong with that. You do your. You do guys do you. This is the Glenfiddich 15 year old coming in at 40 percent ABV, uh, as most of their line does. This whiskey is aged in European oak sherry casks and new oak casks. The whiskey is then mellowed in a Solera vat which is a large oak ton inspired by the sherry bodegas of Spain and Portugal. The ton is never actually emptied. It has been kept half full of whiskey since 1998. So basically they're adding whiskey at the top, marrying it with some of the older whiskeys and uh, draining whiskey out the bottom. Um, it's an interesting concept. Again, the youngest whiskey in the batch is going to be 15-year-olds or greater. But There's since it's a Solera since 98, you've got these really old whiskeys that have never Correct. actually left that barrel. 
Correct. This so you've is, got this some is really homeopathy for whiskey. Just constant dilution. <laughs> That's right. So you have some really old juice in there that may have been distilled uh, 15 years prior to 1998. Uh, so it's really wonderful. Uh, this one definitely distinct uh, distinguishes itself from some of the earlier expressions. On the nose, I get some uh, dried fruit, some honey, hints of cinnamon, nuts, even a little bit of cherry on the nose. Um, on the palate... Definitely some honey, clove. There's a sweet maltiness uh, to it. You get a little bit of leather and oak and perhaps even a little hint of banana. I didn't get that. Uh, the finish is dark and sweet. It's definitely got malt and cereal and um, burnt sugar and things of that nature. Uh, it's really a wonderful whiskey. And again, I think uh, for the price point, it's a fabulous whiskey. It's competing with whiskeys that are sometimes two and three times the price yeah. uh, for a 15-year-old single malt. And uh, I, I think I think it's delicious, simply delicious. Nice long uh, finish. I give it a solid four sips. That's classified. Don't tell your friends it's classified. Just buy it. Just All right, Mr. Happy, what do you think? I I hate to agree with Maury because since I know that he agrees with you, Bob, and you're always wrong, and since he now he is wrong, I actually agree with him. So we're all wrong here. Or we're all right. I contradict myself on a regular basis. You obviously have a wonderful economy with words. I got you. I got you. I'll speed it up. Uh, <laughs> I love the, the dried fruit here. Uh, if this is the sherry is an influence. I love whiskeys that get sherry, so this is my... They, they've they, they've hit my uh, uh, my taste my palate here right where I want to to to, 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 to ah, da, da, ba, 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 ba. drinking, been drinking, uh, nice sherried fruit, cinnamon, some nuttiness, and the cherry on the nose. As Bob hit the dinging bell for for Maury, we all agree. I think this is it. Yeah, that's we got the cherries on those dried cherry, beautiful stuff. Palate. Uh, the pear is there, but it's it's underneath a little bit of leather and clove. I didn't get the banana. I've heard people talk about it more, not just Maury. Other people say there's like a banana. I tend to get more banana on Irish whiskeys than this than this one. I know this is probably a lighter style, but I enjoyed this quite a bit. And uh, the finish was quite long and, and dark, and I gave it a solid four, if not a five, but a solid four. That's classified. So, so Harm's saying he doesn't get the banana. Alrighty then. Uh, I hear Maury likes the banana. Yeah, okay. He's a urologist. <laughs> he is a urologist. Bobby Joe, he gets you do? Pay, he gets paid for it. It's different. Yeah, I know. You're doing it in the back alley for free. Oh, That's God. different. Um, again, at you know, good solid whiskey, uh, honeyed fruit on the nose, definitely some cinnamon, some nuts on the nose. Um, that's on your nose. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Stop with the stop with the sound yeah. effects. Uh, on the palate, uh, I definitely get the pears. I definitely get the cereal notes. Um, sweet leather. I, I do at the very end. I get I get the faintest hint of banana. Uh, great finish. Nice banana and, in the end. Yeah, look who's talking. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a, a solid whiskey. I mean, a, a stellar performance. I really couldn't uh, couldn't do much more with this. Uh, give it a solid four. That's God. If you gave it another three, I'd have to come over there and beat you over the head. Wouldn't be the first time. So, all right. Well, our next expression is going to be introduced by Harm. Okay, this is the eighteen-year-old. Now we've had uh, uh, on their website. The eighteen-year-old is forty percent ABV. On my shelf, I went and checked again. I, I called and uh, got over there, and, and it's 43% on my shelf. So, But my stocks were ordered just late last year. So I don't know what's going on with the different uh, proofs that are out there. They're just doing the mess with you. And then there's uh, there's also a, a duty-free version that's 43 point, uh, or 42.3%, which is crazy. Um so anyway, depending on what version you got, we apparently are tasting today the 40% alcohol. So you alcohol. can't figure out what the proof is. I'm sorry, but all questions must be submitted in writing. That's right. Well, we, we the sample sent to it were 40% alcohol. Stuff on my shelf is 43% alcohol. But the color is light. The nose is just lots of fruit and, and uh, 
a little bit of light grapefruit, baked apple, toffee, some chocolate, some cinnamon. I was expecting honey here because that tends to be their, their profile, but I didn't get it. Uh, the palate, I got ginger, which was just stood out for me, those spice and apricot. Uh, the toffee, the sherry came in at the end, and I thought it was kind of creamy, and I really liked it. The, the finish sailed on and on and on, and um, as I let it sit in the glass and give it some more air, it even got better. So I definitely gave it a, a four sips. It's a good whiskey, it really is. More, you have time for the before the break to, yeah, to give your review. I, I can make it short and sweet. Uh, I think the eighteen is the so fifteen. That's what your wife said. The fifteen. <laughs> on steroids Just short the 15 again i think harm touched on a few things i like about the 15 and uh, sherried whiskey is definitely my thing so i love the sherry notes on the 15 i think the 18 has similar sherry notes it is aged in a mix of uh oloroso right oloroso casks um I, i agree with all the tasting notes that you said i think it's uh it's just a wonderful whiskey. For me, 18 is often the sweet spot at most distilleries. This 18 doesn't disappoint. I think if you've got the budget for an 18-year-old, this is a special occasion whiskey. It's one that fires on all cylinders. You have the budget cylinders. for an 18-year-old? Lord, you must, you must have an attorney on retainer. <laughs> <laughs> um, to me, this is a special occasion whiskey. It's, uh, it's really something special. And uh, I was bordering out of five. For the 15, I think uh, the 18, as I said, is the 15 on steroids. Uh, it's just everything about it's amped up, and including the flavors and the sherry notes and things like that. So I, I, I think I'm going to have to give it nothing short of a five sips. Nice. Oh, my goodness. I came close to that. Yes. 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 I think it was close to a five for me, too. This is, uh, I think that the whole uh, 40%, 43% and other Michigas with the... Uh, with the ABV kind of made me dial it back a little bit because I don't know what we're tasting. Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. Care, I just wish there'd be a little bit more uniformity in labeling. I'll have what she's having. As long as it tastes good, uh, I'm not so concerned about the actual number on the bottle. It's not the number. You're right. It's the taste. But I've, I've had... Uh, we did a Blanton show recently, and the 40% versus 43.5 made a big difference. But baby, the whole elation riding down this lover's avenue. As slow as a willow blows, or as fast as the whirlwind grows, we glide beneath the stars in cobalt blue. We're doing the 18-year-old expression. And it's your turn, Bob. Do the 18-year-old. <laughs> My wife's this in the is, other room. This I, is so bad. We, I, 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 I can only afford one house. Sorry. No. Um, yeah, I got to agree with you guys. I mean, 18 seems to be generally with most malts is my sweet spot as well. Um, you know, I've had some stellar stuff that's older, but it's it's like bourbon. Once you get to a certain age, anything above a certain age, it's a crapshoot as to where it's going to go. I've been told that bourbon peaks at nine years, generally, nine to ten. But then that's why we pay so much for the more expensive stuff. But this 18. Yeah, between nine and 12 seems to be the sweet spot. Anything above that, you're, you're taking a gamble. Um, and, and it seemed, you know, with, with, with Scotch, it, with me, it seems to be 18. 18 is, is the Most sweet of them is sort of the peak. I mean, once in a while you run into some that are just absolutely amazing, but some of them actually start to decline. Um, you know, the color is beautiful. I definitely pick up the, uh, the, the citrus and the grapefruit is. It was very light that, that that nose of grapefruit for me. Yeah, it. I mean, it's not it's not heavy, but it's absolutely there. Um, a little bit of the burnt sugar, 
on the palate, I'm I'm picking up a little bit of the candied fruit. I definitely pick up the sherry influence. And I'm definitely, hold on. I'm definitely picking up some of the toffee notes. Yeah, the toffee's good. I mean, it's it it it's an excellent whiskey. I mean, it really is. Um, and I give it a solid four. Nice. That's classified. So you want to talk Stingy. about the IPA? All right, that's our next uh, their next one. Here, hold on. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. All right, we're going to be doing that, that sound effect was worth the wait, man, Thanks. wasn't it though? <laughs> Come on, Rocky and Bowling, <laughs> yeah. awesome. Uh, we're going to be doing the Glenfiddich IPA cask, which is 43 as opposed to 40, as opposed to whether harm 42.3 or whatever they've got on the shelf. You never uh, know what you get. These kind only knows. Uh, this is part of Glenfiddich's experimental series. Uh, this whiskey was finished for three months in casks, which previously held an IPA from a small space side microbrewery. The it's so trendy. This is like the hipster scotch. I like this. Oh, Lord. Are they going to start wearing vests and like Doc Martens? And... No, I'm going to start waxing my mustache. Oh, dear Lord. I'm going to have to hit you with a stick. Uh, <laughs> three separate brews were created by IPA expert Seb Jones by the Space by Craft Brewery with different strengths and different levels of hops and then filled into American oak barrels. Once emptied of their contents, these barrels were used to finish the whiskey. The distillery recommends serving this expression over ice or even with a splash of blood orange. Freaking hipsters. Even though we're in Florida, Harmy tried about nine stores trying to get uh, blood orange, but apparently we're out of season, I guess. No, no, we're in season. See, I checked because of this, because of the show. December to May, we are in season of blood oranges. And I don't know what's going on. I could not find one. Everybody had them last week. There's nothing this week. Bob, what would you like me to pour you? Hand me some more of the IPA. The IPA? Here, you, you want to retaste it. You can't, he can't just give you a review for based on what he tasted earlier. He's got to report it. No, well. Yeah. God knows somebody's got to have a hobby, you know. So it, uh, I, I've, the, the blood orange, I think, would have been nice to try with this, but we didn't do it today. We just we yeah. tasted this whiskey neat. Maybe yeah. I'll splash it. Send it, it down. Would, it would give you, it would give you an <laughs> This was your favorite one you poured. All right. We had a minor uh, bottle spill issue here. <laughs> first time ever. <laughs> yeah. First time we've ever spilled a bottle. Good During Lord. the radio show, at least. Oh, 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 yeah. Okay. During the radio show. Maury, get off the floor. Quit licking the step off the floor. It's, well, letting it doctor. go to waste would be. You're a doctor. Have a little decency. Good Lord. Dignity. There's, <laughs> there's, there's no decency in doctors. There should be some. Dignity. Yeah, this is also true. Um, I'm sorry, lawyer. There's no decency in lawyers. That's you. No, no, that's spines. 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 That's that's how we know we passed the bar when we stopped casting a reflection. (laughs) Um, So I'm doing the uh, Glenfiddich IPA cask. Uh, On the nose, I'm picking picking up some pear, some flowers. You definitely pick up the hops, the hoppy notes that are in there. A little bit of vanilla and a little bit of oak. On the uh, palate, it's very, very creamy. I mean, very, very uh, coating and creamy mouthfeel. A little bit of citrus notes and vanillas. Uh, I'm picking up the hops on that. It's it's interesting. It's definitely interesting. I can see where this would really appeal to some folks. I can see where some folks would, you know, not really care for it so much. You know, if you're you're a beer kind of person, you're definitely getting a lot out of this. the hops were there. Yeah, the hops are definitely there. It's an interesting experiment. Uh, yeah, I'd give it a solid three. Interesting. What do you think, Maury? I agree with you, Bob. I think it's an interesting whiskey. It's not going to appeal to everybody, but it's definitely well-made. It's definitely got the hoppy notes. It's got a little bit of a different texture on the palate. Um, and it's interesting. It's just a, a fascinating uh, alternative expression. Uh, again, the hoppiness, a little bit of vanilla, a little bit of no, um, oak, etc. Uh, the, the finish is different than the others, kind of hoppy and sweet at the same time. I give it a solid three sips. Interesting. Well, we're waiting. Fine. I got you. I, I don't want to tell you. You guys liked it a little bit more than me. Your 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 handlebar mustaches 
gleam with wax. I'm, I mean, I wanted to like this more than I did. I, I, I was excited to taste something finished in an IPA barrel. I was expecting some more hop, more hops than I actually got. I was expecting some creaminess. I was expecting some different finish than I actually got. I, I think this is a great experiment. The pears and flowers that and hops that Bob said were there were just completely there on the nose. I wanted more on the palate. It just fell a little flat for me, so I can only give it two sips. Sorry. Well, isn't that nice? You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. <laughs> that is that's not that that's the wrong sound effect for the two. That, that that's isn't that nice? It's, yeah. It's, it's 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 there. I just don't know that I'd actually go out and buy this one. Well, but hey, on the brighter side, we've got some twenty-one-year-old coming up. Who wants to start that one? We do have the twenty-one-year-old coming up. <sighs> Mari. boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, yeah. that really got out of hand fast. All right, that sure did. After aging for twenty-one years on site at the distillery, casks okay, are then hand picked. You knocked a couple over. Did you knock the twenty-one over? No, no I did not. All right, hand. Over. Oh, we got plenty. Okay, good. Hand the twenty-one down. It's closest to you. Yeah, it's over me. I have it. Um, the casks are then hand picked by malt master Brian Kinsman, as opposed to foot picked, and given a further finish in Caribbean rum casks. In oh, Europe, they say Cuban rum casks. But we're not allowed to say that in America. Can't say Cuban rum casks. I'm not sure it says that on the label, or that's it's, just classified information. No, no, it says that on the label in the European ones. Here, God was coming in, in the European cast. ones. How about here, Caribbean? It Does says it Caribbean, Caribbean here in America. Because I don't communist. think of this as a Caribbean finished rum. Uh, Caribbean rum finished uh, Scotch, like the Balvini, is clearly a Caribbean rum cask finish. They Balvini is Jamaican and Cuban yeah. casks. But if I believe. but if you go to the UK and buy a Balvini, you can buy Cuban rum cask finish. Yeah. Nice. Comes in a red bottle. Yeah, it's, um, the anyway, the blood of the proletariat. So. Anyway, uh, this whiskey. Uh, I think I'm going to start by saying you'll be what first I'd against the wall when earlier. The comes <laughs> that twenty that eighteen's the sweet spot. I, I didn't really enjoy this quite as much as the eighteen, uh, especially when oh, you factor. Oh, Again, Maury being wrong. Go especially ahead, when you factor in the added cost. Um, it's got a big nose. It's got flowers on the nose. It's got fig and toffee and leather and oak and orange peel. Now, now um, I need to get some more. Pardon me. Where's that bottle? <laughs> the palate does have some fruitcake and spice and ginger and oak and malt. Um, I, I get it's not considered a peated whiskey, but I definitely get some peat and some smoke on this. Seriously? Yeah. Definitely. Especially on the finish. Did you take a smoke break between whiskeys? <laughs> I did not. I don't smoke. But You're smoking uh, something if you think there's peat in this. There's some smoke on the end. I really I really got a lot of a lot of smoke on the end. So um I, you know it was a it's a well-made sorry, whiskey. But all questions must be submitted in writing. It's a well-made whiskey. I respect it for what it is. Um it just didn't do it for me like oh, the thank 18. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm wavering between a three and a four sips. Uh I think just in deference to its age, I'm gonna give it four sips. Yeah. Maury and Maury and Bob kept going back to that eighteen-year-old. Twenty-one's a little old for Maury. He he yeah. likes him younger, like twelve I, to fourteen. I'm I, just saying. I could I could just I would just sniff on this twenty-one-year-old all night long. Excuse me. Yeah, I know. I know how it came out. I don't care. I would just I would just smell that twenty-one-year-old every night, all night. Bob, wow. you want you want to talk about your review while I while I sniff on this? No, I'm going to let you do it because I'm really uncomfortable right now. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, did, did you hear me spit uh, whiskey on the mic? No, yeah. I just heard it come out of your nose. Yeah, thanks. That burned. Uh, now here's something we hope you'll really like. Now Hit the button once. Fumble fingered drinker. It's our second Redneck. show of the day. Good Lord, please. Redneck. All right. The nose is big. Just as Maury said, this is huge. This just... If, when you when you sniff the whiskeys, this is the thing. If you're sniffing with your mouth closed, you're doing it wrong. So you start sniffing with your mouth closed and halfway through, open your mouth. And this will just fill your sinuses with great aromas and you'll taste it on the back of your tongue. Vanilla sweet, uh, the floral notes. There's figs and toffee. I got some of the banana that I didn't get on the other one. Um, orange peel, maybe. 
Yeah, it's there. Yeah, that's that's nice. This is just gorgeous. Uh, and the palette, it's big. It's just oily, covers your palate. Fruitcake and ginger, and it's malty. Mm. Mm. Let me taste it some more. I could smell it all night, and then and tasting it, it does not disappoint. There's so many whiskeys that they offer such an even wine and oftentimes you smell it it, it promises so much and then the, on the palate disappoints this matches up with the nose the nose offers a lot the palate is rich and beautiful the finish is long i don't get any smoke what maury was talking about it is a little dry but i'm getting a little more chocolate than i am getting smoke um it's not peat maybe it's a char on the barrel or something mm. Drink it in. It always goes down smooth. That's exactly right. It is five sips, my friends. Five sips. Oh, my goodness. Yes! 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 My friend, Made Man Bob, what do you think? Tastes like scotch. Um. <laughs> 18 is usually the magic number for me when it comes to scotch. Um... And as I said, I like know, how you, you you mentioned scotch rather than, you know, 18 is the magic number because you've broken our long line of lewd jokes. I'll have what she's having. Well, my wife is in the other room painting and can listen to us. So um, that's right. I, I that like being you. said, um, you know, 18 is not, you know, a ceiling. If you if you, you know, manage the casks and you get lucky, you have some good stuff. Um this one I, I absolutely love. This one is stellar. Um, nose on it is huge. Uh, the flowers, the bananas. Um, I definitely get I definitely get a citrusy on it, that sort of worn leather. Yeah, the leather that's it's like a that's like a new suede jacket. Yeah, just, exactly. It's not sort of old musty leather. It's it's a it's like it's like a brand new leather jacket. Mm-hmm. The uh, the palette on it, I mean, it's very very full, very mouth coating. It's I wouldn't say oily like I could I could wear this as a perfume. Yeah, I wouldn't. It's not coating like an oily whiskey, but it it's mouth filling. Um, The fruit cake, the spices, uh, the mild oak on there, um, the bit of spice, a little bit of ginger on the back palette. Um, The finish on it is very long. It's very very delicious. Ah. Yeah, I gotta give it a five. Oh my god! It hurt you to say that, didn't it? It hurts you. Yeah. I, you know, I try not to give out fives very often, you know, because you know it gets it gets. We're pointing at you, Mary. Maury. It gets to the point where it's it's okay. Well, I mean, you you know, you start giving everything a five, and and uh, you know, the really what does one and two and three even mean? Mm Um, but yeah, this is extremely well made. I, there, there's absolutely nothing really that I could do to improve this whiskey. I mean, it's, it's very well put together, very well balanced. A few years ago, I did, I did a dinner with the, the guys who make this whiskey and, uh, at at a local restaurant. And I thought everyone thought that the 18, I think that year was a sweet spot, but whatever this current, most recent bottling we've got. I think this 21 just outshines the 18. And I agree. I think it's going to vary. I've had some 21s and some 25s that are really tired. And uh, compared to those, I think this one is well-made. Mm-hmm. And it's a very good whiskey. Well, we've, we've reviewed other malts on this show where, you know, we go through a range and, you know, we tend to like, you know, the 15 or the 17 or the 16 or the 18 better. And once it gets to a certain peak, it starts to decline. Um, again, it's it's a crapshoot. These guys have a 26-year-old out right now are we uh, where's my sample man where's the guys in new york sending me 20 my my 26 year old glenfiddich what happened to that? Yeah, 26 is a little bit old for you mm-hmm. um <laughs> yeah that's that's harmeet's favorite thing giving out houses to ex-wives um <laughs> i've only got the one ex-wife well as we said early on i think a lot of the high quality shines through the entire line and a lot of that's due to the fact that they're family owned and they're really fixated on making a high quality whiskey yeah that uh they don't have to take shortcuts they're yeah. not obligated to release casks before they're ready and i think it shows yeah that's that's uh, you're absolutely right it's they're not answering to shareholders they're not answering to an international conglomerate they can do the things that they want to do the way they want to do them and when they're ready to do them. And I, I think that definitely shows through. Just, just shut up and pour me some more 21-year-old. <laughs> Where is that stuff? Who got the, Who took the bottle, man? 
Where's the bottle? It's over by you. Fine. Be that way. Well, that's all the time we have today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. You can catch all of our episodes online as well as on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play, PRX, and Spreaker, our native media host. iTunes, Google Play, and our own Android app are the easiest ways to enjoy the show. Just search for Sips, Suds, and Smokes on iTunes or in Google Play Store on your phone. Be sure to tap subscribe, and the show will always be there for you. We love your feedback, and you can reach us online at info at itssipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every day at Sip, Suds, and Smokes. And our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. And you'll be able to interact with the thousands of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us be sp- sure to check out those beer shows. Oh, yeah. Do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode. If you're listening to us online, it's a big help to us. And we get to see your feedback as well. Want to thank our hosts. Thank you, Maury. Thank you, Bob. Pleasure to be here. Always a fun time in the basement. Thank you, Harmeet. I'm, I'm still sniffing the 21-year-old. <laughs> Thanks again for having me. I, I enjoy this. This is, this, is, this is better than being at work. I mean, I get to be... Well, this is work, I guess, right? Really don't want to go there, do I? No. <laughs> for Sip, Suds, and Smokes, this is Made Man Bob, and we thank you for joining us. And remember, life is too short to drink cheap whiskey. I disagree. There's good cheap I'm sorry, whiskey. But all out questions there. must be submitted in writing. Life is too short to drink bad whiskey. There is good cheap whiskey out there. You guys don't think that? There's no cheap whiskey in your store, you expensive <laughs> son of a. Why are your prices so high? Stop that. You're don't still you here? I'm reasonable. I'm it's reasonable. It's over. We, we, Go home. If you want to look at the high end stuff, look at the high end stuff. I beat all the big chains by a significant margin. Whatever. Good night, folks. This has been a one-tan-hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.